Battle Wally Wally Wong. <laughs> Werenberg, Werenberg Theaters. Werenberg, 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 Werenberg. You don't have Werenberg Theaters, do you? What is that? It's Werenberg Theaters at, in St. Louis. That's the oh, song. Oh, movie theaters. Yeah. Okay. What, what are your movie theaters? Uh, NCG, AMC. We okay. just have initials. We don't. Really... We have Werenberg Theaters. It's is that not Mar- national? It's not. St. Louis. Werenberg. Werenberg Theaters. He's pointing at me like, let's hear And then he goes, Werenberg. Yeah, the whisper. Yeah. The whisper. Hey, welcome everybody to Potty Break. Uh, this is our 10th episode. We're double digits. Hey, hey, hey we're, hey, we're rocking it. And it's fitting because episode two didn't, I mean, it, it launched, yeah. but it was just our explanation of the, what do we call the corruption of the files. The corruption of the files. Of our uh, yes. part two with Ken Kington. Our, our files are so in rehab a... right now. They, have, they, did, they, they did some bad things. But we're doing number 10 with Ken. Ken Tink- Kington's here today, and Freight Mabry uh, just finished his second cheese stick. I, <laughs> Why are we always talking about what I'm eating? <laughs> because always you always have something. You plop down, you fluff your shirt, you, you plop down, you fluff the front of your shirt, and you, eat and you have a little snack. <laughs> a few weeks ago, you had, you had a pop chocolate Pop-Tart. Remember that? And then now you have two cheese sticks. I don't think I want to. You talk deserved anymore. it. No, you had a good night. You deserve it. It shouldn't take. It I should take you longer che- to eat a cheese stick than that. It was a good show. <laughs> it should take me longer. You just shoved the whole thing in. No, I didn't. I string. I it's string, and I was stringing it. Yeah. Sometimes I do it like a cigar, like I'm a Cuban. Stick uh, bites out of it. Yeah. And you guys haven't eaten Ugh. anything since you got back on the bus. Is that what um, you're telling me? No. I had a sandwich well, sans bread. A what? A sandwich sans bread. What's sand? Sans without. means without. Without college graduate, Sans. <laughs> I didn't even go to college, Dad. <laughs> I've never heard that sans term. Sans? S-A-N-S. Is that Latin? Sans bread? or Probably. It just means without. Sans. Without. without. Well, apparently, like, I'm not educated. Like Chris is never Sans cheese sticks. <laughs> You're always unsans cheese sticks. He's always un-sans. got them on the back pocket. <laughs> Golly. So uh, we're hanging on potty break. Welcome everybody. Tim Hawkins potty break. Uh, Caleb, uh, Ken Kington, Chris Freight, Mabry, uh, Matt Rogers is also in the in the house. We're on the bus after show um, in East Tennessee. Had some had a good show tonight. And uh, Ken, what do you think, man? You it was fun? great. And, and and Matt was there at the merch table. Mm-hmm. So you opened with with a bit about that we came from West Virginia last night. And you opened with a bit I hadn't heard before about being at an optometrist conference, uh-huh. which was hysterical. Right. This guy stops me at the merch table, and he's just like, I get, can I talk to Tim? And I'm like, no, nah, you know, <laughs> he's, he's really backstage. And then he's like, well, you got to pass this on. He was there with his family and his staff. He's an optometrist from West Virginia. <laughs> no way. Wow. And he's like, just tell thanks. Tell Tim thanks a lot. I had like two rows of people staring going, did you pay him to do this? And they're all laughing at him. Yeah. Dr. Diamond. Really? Is his name. And I said, I will tell Tim on the bus. Yeah. Should have been a jeweler. <laughs> exactly. Dr. Diamond. So, we had a, uh, in Texas, we had a dentist. His name was Russell Stover. Really? <laughs> There, 
<laughs> yes. Wow. Russell I feed Stover. them candy and I fill the cavities. That's right. <laughs> and then there's another one, Dr. Payne. He was another dentist in the area. Oh, There's one in St. Louis called Dr. Moeller. Dr. Moeller. He's a dentist. It's a dentist. Yeah. We have one in <laughs> uh, one orthodontist Dr. called Dr. Uh, Bankhead. It's weird. Dr. Bankhead. He's an orthodontist. My proctologist name is uh, Doctor Up the Booty. <laughs> it's really up the up the booty. That's his. He's Indian. He's in. Well, I don't know where he's from, but Doctor Up the Booty. <laughs> what is that bit you used to do about the thermometer? Oh gosh, yes. Um, the my boys are older. Heather had had asked, uh, "Hey, Ken, I think Kennedy's got a fever," and she's like one. And uh, so I go out and I, she's, she's like, we don't have a thermometer anymore, a baby thermometer. If you're a parent, you know, you get a rectal thermometer for babies. And, and uh, I just do this about jobs. I do a whole bit about jobs. And I said, the next time you feel like I hate my job, just remember this because I'm reading the instructions on this rectal thermometer and it actually says on the bottom, each thermometer has been individually tested. <laughs> I don't care how bad your job is. It's not that bad. <laughs> oh, so I just picture this poor guy coming home from work going, oh, honey, sit down. No. <laughs> no. Why do you look so sad? Next week, I got to work overtime. Just, just the visual of that was, wow, that's a bummer job right there. That's bummer. I no, love my not, job. Not that bad. That's <laughs> No. But... Yeah, having fun. On the bus. We out here. We out here. Is that a Compton Shorty. thing? What? Compton, remember that, that movie? Um, uh, Straight Out of Compton? Straight Out of Compton? <laughs> I haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> I have That was so white. Straight Out of Compton? <laughs> I'm Straight Out Are you of talking Compton. about the film Straight Out of Compton? <laughs> right. That's nice. What are you doing? Very put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting night tonight. There's uh, always interesting people. We meet at shows. Um you know, some oh. have awesome stories. Some, you know, they they beat you, beat you to death <laughs> with, with, with love. With love. I mean, they love you, but it's, you know, it's, you never know. I don't know really what to feel like when I meet, I don't say I'm famous, but when you meet a famous person, I don't, I usually ignore, you know, don't bother them if I see them in an airport right. or something. Yeah. Just because what am I going to say that? Hey, that's you're going famous. Hey. I've seen you. Yeah. You were in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you. Oh, thank like the, you, the Chris Farley. That's that, totally. Remember when, remember when you were? <laughs> you remember? You remember? You remember, remember that? Remember there's that's only awesome. there's a few people that I would probably so, go to no matter what. Who? Like Phil Kagey. I would. I would. I would go up to him. So, um, master guitarist. But yeah. you'd yeah. have something in common with him. Hey, I play guitar, and I'm. This, I think I just grab ready. him in my arms and just swing him around <laughs> like a child. <laughs> <laughs> just cradle him. And just walk him to the, yeah. where's your gate? And just walk him to the gate, just holding him like a baby. I'll be a first. <laughs> Over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil, I have to do this. <laughs> you mean so much to me. I made a promise. What, what, if you saw, what if you saw Joe Walsh in an airport? I don't know. I'd probably wake him up from his, no, he's, he's sober. <laughs> Drunk and super. I just like, I would just probably point at him and go, you know. You know, <laughs> you know what you're, you did, dude. You're the man. You know you're, what you yeah. did. <laughs> well, I saw James Young from Sticks. We saw Tommy Shaw from Sticks mm -hmm. and their band, and at the Starbucks. And then I saw James Young, and I'm like, "That's James Young. That's." And he was with his wife, so I, he's just eating. But it's just, I just, I just stood there and just looked at him. Who's the lead singer for Pink Floyd? 
well, there's David Gilmore, but there's also Roger Waters. Sat next to him in first class in Buffalo one time. What? And I just, Roger Waters. And I'm just like, don't bother him. Just don't bother him at all. And and it, there's the manager. The other one was I got bumped up to first once, and the entire Atlanta Braves front office was yeah. sitting all around me. They were yeah. going to the winter meetings, and the same thing. I'm just like, I'm just gonna listen. And and it's, yeah, I, I I don't I don't want to bother him, but I just. It's just kind of cool to go. Yeah, out. you're just like you know who you are, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> and I overheard one time. This is another, fr- and I don't get bumped up that often. So Sandra Bullock sitting in fr- first class, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm a row over. And the flight attendant, the guy is just enamored with. It. Finally, he just can't handle it. He goes, "Do you know who you are?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just smiled with. Yeah, yeah, I sure do. I do. And he's like, awesome. See that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. Exactly. I was just like, yeah, I like that's the it. most basic question you can ask somebody, right there. See, you know who? What you would are. I ask this person? I know. Do you know who you are? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you say? Do you want coffee or you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Dino. Dino, you're. Yeah. But I think that, that, like, you and I, I mean, we're at a position where some people know us, and once in a while, some people say, hey, you're the, you know, I'm. You know, big you're the fan. guy, but it's somebody who know who knows who we are. They're usually fans. Right. Now, I, I think that's a lot better than being somebody who just you're the guy from that thing that everybody knows. Right. And they're they're stopping you even if they don't like you or they don't really know who right. you are to get a picture. That would be tough. Yeah. Like I, if you're flow from Progressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kathy Bates. Do you remember Kathy Bates? She oh, knows yeah. who she is. She yeah. won an Academy Award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she tells a great story. She was on uh, one of the night shows, and she said, you know what? You, you just can't take fame to, too seriously. She said she's walking off a set right after she'd won an Academy Award the month before. And there are these, these guys going, oh, you can, can I get your autograph? And she's like, well, sure. She gives them an autograph. She said, literally. She's walking down the street like four hours later, walking her dog. Her dog takes a poop and she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't bring anything to pick it up. It's in New York. She reaches down to grab this random piece of paper and it was her autograph. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Just jumped and she's like, yeah, I don't take myself so seriously. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. Can I have two autographs from you? One to one to one to poop on, one to cover it up with. <laughs> that's what, that's what my gym coach used to say to us and stuff. My my friend Dave, he goes up to Coach Wash was his name, black guy, awesome guy. He's like, Hey Coach Wash, you want my autograph? Yeah, I want two copies. One to poop on, one to cover it up with. <laughs> oh, what a coach great Wash. line. I love it. Yeah. But I don't think fame is anything. Ugh. It's empty. Yeah. I mean, it's empty. But I, I love the way you put it up there. We're not there to get laughs. We're there to give laughs. I mean, that mm-hmm. that is the payoff, not having people know who you well, are. Well, I was I went through kind of a, a depression in my comedy. There was a, mm. about a year period where, for some reason, I was uh, just not liking it. It was just, um, I, I, I just wasn't digging it. It was just beat me down. And I think one of the reasons was that I was I was worried about, uh, results. Mm. Like I tell jokes, I'll be on stage. I'm like, they didn't laugh hard enough. Why aren't they laughing hard enough? What's uh. wrong with these people? So it was about me and it was about pride and all that stuff. And, and, uh, but it changed when I just, I remember, I remember one time I went up on stage and it seems simple, but 
before I went on stage, I just said, you know what? I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. That's all right. You know, let's go find out what comedy is. That's what I ask myself. Wow. Usually, like, Let's go find out what comedy is. And that's fail went, you know, succeed or fail. And that really, that helped me. I mean, it helped me with, you know, it's just, we have these expectations. It just kills it. So you're not in the moment. All you're worried about is you're listening for laughs and you're not performing the joke. You're not in the moment. Absolutely. There you go. And I started drinking uh, <laughs> heavy corn liquor, just like a corn that uh, <laughs> you can grits. only get Actually grits. like behind barns and stuff. These guys who sell <laughs> No, anyway. But uh, we're excited. Potty Break is, uh, we're on Twitter right now. Um, and it's at Potty Break, Caleb. P-O-D-D-Y Break. Break. And we asked for some questions. And I think we're going to look at some questions right now. Sweet. Is that cool? Yeah. Look at it. We love You need questions. to grab a cheese stick. Are you okay over there? Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Up top, baby. I'm doing fine. Up top, baby. I'm doing hey, fine. Hey, Chris, did you see Chris introduce me tonight? Yes. Off, from off stage great. on mic. You on did stage. good. Thank you. He's got Thank a good you. voice. He can sing, too. He's got a nice tenor voice. Why don't you sing something for us? You need to sing Oh, it's his, it was, is your anniversary today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was his 27th anniversary. 27th, yeah. I got a couple questions for you. <laughs> First okay. question is: All right. What was the song that you sang to your bride, Tim Shepard? Yeah, <clears throat> you sang I, at your wedding. Yeah, that impressive. says something a lot about somebody. <clears throat> yeah, That's impressive. Tim Shepard, who's an old CCM artist. Um, I've waited a lifetime. How's it go? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I've been waiting. <laughs> no, that's foreigner. For a girl like you. Oh, CCM, isn't that was, the hockey company? It is. It's hockey. <laughs> they did, it's hockey and it Christian music. music. Yeah. Contemporary Christian music is what okay. it used to be. Yeah. Tim is wearing a CCM hat right yeah. now. And hockey. the yeah. hockey company. And the okay. hockey company. Contemporary Christian music, yeah. CCM, yeah. All right, well, I waited a lifetime to stand here looking in your eyes. And now it's finally coming true. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, just one clap. Okay, <laughs> dude. Okay, next, yeah. one more question for you. They meant to clap. Now, you have a nickname for your wife, and I don't know where it came from. And... <laughs> Kids already laughing. Is that something... Talk to that right now. Talk about the nickname for your wife. <laughs> My nick. Well... I didn't give my wife that nickname, <laughs> really? nor, you know, I mean, or nor my nickname. It wasn't something that Did she somebody get it said, from like hey, Amazon we... Prime no, or something. She, she <laughs> got it. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a good deal on There's a box. It was That's a, my yeah. nickname. Free two day shipping. It yeah. was a local buy and sell thing. No, um, actually, Caleb and some of his friends, they gave me the name Freight. Yeah. Well, then they carded. My wife's name's Susan. They started calling her Poozin. And then it eventually got shortened to Poos, P-O-O-Z. Okay. So it's Freight and Poos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not laughing you at you. I am not. <laughs> but why, why? He already got you to sing. I'm why, already in trouble. Why Poozin? Where'd you come up with um, that? So yeah, everyone him. remembers the show Drake and Josh. Yep. And I love that show. There was an episode except for Drake and Josh. I like where every other, <laughs> the scenes without Drake or Josh. There was an episode where I think Matt, you may remember Josh was dating like Drake's ex girlfriend and was trying to cover it up. Her name was Susan, 
and he was getting like he got caught with her or yeah. something and um they were yeah, like so you're talking to this new girl and he's like yeah her name is Poozin. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So this is like years after the episode aired. And um, I think we had the name Freight for my dad first. And then um, the Where did that come from? Freight? Freight train. Uh, Freight came from uh, one of my good buddies was over at my house. His name is Jay. And um, my dad was chasing me around the house. They I were was, goofing off. I was oh, probably okay. being an idiot. And, and so, so he like, That's uh, it. went to chase me down the steps. And there was a rumble through the house when he did that. <laughs> and uh, my buddy was like, he's running at you like a freight train. And we looked at each other and we were like, freight! And so uh, there it, it is. was a glorious moment. And from that History point on, in the making. Freight started signing his emails with Freight. And people at the nice. show called him Freight. It's and, a cool nickname. It is um, a cool nickname. Yeah. I was afraid that Susan came up with it. And just every time you walked in, she'd go, <laughs> in some ways that would be a much better story but that's not the way it happened Weezing. we got a new Weezer <laughs> oh, uh, what was the Drake and Josh uh, theme song <laughs> down in mind you know you're fine uh, it was mm. a song by Drake it was yeah, by Drake Bell himself. yeah let's see here yeah a lot of those kids went into they were you know, did the whole music, the Nickelodeon kids or whatever they went into oh, music. I and found a way. Like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. You got it? Yeah. Really? Then, that fast? Then they all went into rehab. Matt is lipping the words right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Three minutes. It's got two million views. It's a great song. Yeah. It really is. He wrote that when he was like. We watched a lot of Drake and Josh, a lot of uh, the twins. What was the twins show? Um, Uh, Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. Cody. Oh, remember that one. There was some good, like like Brenda Wong or whatever her name was. She was really funny. And Ashley Tisdale, she was great. Right, that was a funny huge show, crush man. Yeah. yeah. Wow, when she was in High School Musical, that was my first crush. <laughs> what? Ashley Tisdale. What? I had a poster of her in my room. We don't need to go down. We need to make like a timeline of your crushes. <laughs> I mean, I think there's like a million of them. It goes, can we talk about that? <laughs> what? Like celebrity crushes? The Olsen yeah. twins. <laughs> no. They were never, well, when they were two. <laughs> and I was like negative seven because they're older than me. <laughs> yeah, I had a big crush on Ashley Tisdale. Really? She's Ken, cute. did you ever have a crush growing up? My crush was uh, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. She uh, had an invisible plane <laughs> and a golden lasso. I, I came up during the Charlie's Angels <laughs> days, so the fair oh, yeah, yeah. Foss was, was just... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a celebrity crush now? Um, cow. Uh, off the top of my head, probably Scarlett Johansson. Really? That's yeah. mine. What a deal. She's That's between mine. our ages, so it's okay. It's okay, not weird. Okay, this part of the show brought to you by Creepy Incorporated. <laughs> you already mentioned mine. No, I just, I just got so Sandra much closer. Bullock. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah. yeah. 
I would have I would have said something much more intelligent than I don't know about do that. You know he would have been sweating wedding like crazy if he sat next to her on the plane. <laughs> well, he came up to me. I was in first class and he said, Sandra, do you know who you are? And I was like, I don't know. That was a deep question. So we shared a cheese stick. We started on each end and we worked our way to the middle. <laughs> Full circle. What was her name? Uh, Pandra. <laughs> Pandra. Uh. Wow, that was a good callback. That was well, awesome. you know, I pay attention, Ken. I have to pay attention. I'm learning with this this podcast stuff. Oh, yeah, too I mean, funny. Really, I mean, yeah. Charlie's Angels was, was Charlie's amazing. Angels, and I every week I would go back and forth between all three of them. Just go, she's my favorite. Oh, she's my favorite. A lot she's of people were like like Valerie Bertinelli. I hear her name. Yeah, uh, I probably yeah. as a kid had a crush on Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, I think yeah. most kids did. And um, I went on Bernadette Peters. Remember Bernadette Peters? Yeah. She dated like Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah. She's she was in the jerk. She was in the jerk. She was in the jerk. Favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Cup of pizza. Mm -hmm. Where they had uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is the best pizza in a cup I've ever had. (laughs) That movie. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. And she was awesome. Yeah, she was really funny. Snails on these don't look down, look up. Don't look down. There's snails on these. Snails on her plate. Oh, she was They had the uh, the water the water cooler and there it was filled with wine and like they had the <laughs> disposable wine glasses. That came out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need one other thing. That's just, all I need. That I was just, literally one of my first favorite movies and and Steve mm-hmm. Martin was like it. Mm-hmm. And I actually got yeah. to do a little bit part in a movie called uh, Simple Twist of Fate and he was he was the lead. Is so that where he was the, pe- the preacher? No, the Simple Twist of Fate no, that was Leap of was, Faith. Yeah, uh, that was Leap of yeah, Faith. Yeah, he was uh, kind of a recluse. His wife left or whatever, and he runs across this little girl. And it was a Silas Marner book-based type mm-hmm. thing. And it was never that big, but they paid me to hang out with Steve Martin for two weeks. And yeah. so I got to... So you've done... I mean, I forget about that. You've done some acting and some a little parts bit, here and there. And they were all little bit parts. Like, my line in that movie, I was a reporter, and they cut it. And it was just like, excuse me, Press! And that was it. And it didn't make the final cut. So oh, darn man. But I was, climactic scene. I'm on the cliff with Steve Martin. And uh there you go. <clears throat> but he was one of my heroes. Yeah. In a movie. What what are some what was one of your first top ten favorite comedy movies that you remember thinking, This is awesome? Well, Spinal Ch- Tap changed oh. my life. I mean oh, that yeah. I sat down, I remember I, I had the, the VHS <laughs> And the VHS tape, and I got up before anybody else. It was a Saturday morning, and I watched it. And I probably watched it 10 times. Just, (laughs) I'm not lying. I just went back and and over and over again. Rewind. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's, you know, not appropriate. But, yeah. Several parts. Remember, several parts. Is it like the the whole amp? Smoking the Bandit. It's 11. Yeah. Smoking the Bandit was really, you know, I'm like, kids, let's watch Smoking the Bandit. Okay. There was a lot of cussing in Smoking the Bandit. I forget there was this much cussing. <laughs> Junior, you know, there ain't no way, no way that you could come from my loins. When I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. I mean, that was just... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> that was yeah. great. That was a good imitation. Junior, me and uh, my friend Jeff used to do just just smoking the bandit lines really? all through high school. That's how oh, I yeah. got through high school was that movie. That's awesome. Through, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, let's get to the questions. What do you say, Biggin? All right. Biggin? I don't know. Is it my nickname? Biggin. Well, I, thought, I thought it was Shogun. Piggin. Piggin? I thought we were going Biggin. with Shogun. Shogun? <laughs> yeah. For little Jesus over there. Little Jesus. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like little Jesus either. I think it's blasphemous. Check your you heart, look- Ken. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Come on. Just trying wow. to throw a compliment there, bro. <laughs> I think, G- was, was Jesus, did he have long hair? Really? I, I mean, think we know. I don't really think we know. Was he long? may have had a mullet, for all we know. He could have had a crew cut. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at. And a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And, of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. I mean, didn't most Jewish men have long hair and beards? I don't know enough about that, so I'm not going to speak into culture. that. You look like the Jesus that everyone <laughs> Yeah, you're the you're the American Jesus. No, he does. He looks like Bjorn Borg. He kind of does. <laughs> he looks like a Norwegian kind of is. more than that. True that. Like true the that. missing Abba member. <laughs> I remember. That's you, too true. The missing Abba member. That's awesome. The first day of the were cruise, you and Mama Mia? <laughs> it was not the first day of the cruise. We were all staying in the same hotel uh, the night before we left, and we walked down in the lobby. And I had just shaved my beard, so I was yeah. pretty clean shaven. And I had my hair tucked behind my ears, and it was like parted in the middle. And I was wearing this light blue polo that was buttoned to the top. <laughs> and I remember you said, "You look Norwegian," <laughs> <laughs> and I was so happy because we were about to go on a cruise. To I the said, Caribbean, "Caleb, your like, surf, yes. yeah, your surf." It's good. All right, let's advantage, get to the Caleb. Keep putting Yarn. this. Up. All Yarn. right, uh, first questions from Bob Smiley. So oh, who knows what this could be? Okay, Lord I don't know what me. this have is you, about. So you're going to have to address this. Are you re? Are you yeah. proofing these before you read them? <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing once this again, everybody. From these the are from the potty break at yeah. potty break uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, and, and we've got several. So we haven't. Tim and Ken and Fred have not heard these yet. Yeah, this is the first time. Uh, Bob says, "Hey, at potty break, ask Ken the belt story with me." <laughs> oh my Tim gosh. Hawkins. Okay, good. Thank you, Bob. Oh God, I have not we, heard this. Story. Well, years ago, when we first met, Ken did these awesome events called Ultimate Comedy Theater, which really <laughs> is kind of what we base a lot of our business on—that yeah. model and that style. He would bring out two comics, and we three comic night, um, and so we're we'd love to do it. Just my favorite shows because it was. You know, ticketed shows, a lot of people was awesome. But we would go out, you know, sometimes the time we went out that, okay, here's another quick story. You did a bit on the sleeveless turtleneck. Oh, that was my, that was the best callback ever. That was the best callback ever. Well, you, you, you went first that night, but he does a bit on the sleeveless turtleneck. We would have you do the closing set. So Bob would open and just tease rapid fire. And then I do the middle set. I'm kind of the cerebral story guy and then tim would close well i do the bit i did it tonight but i just tell women you make no sense you buy you have clothes that make no sense you like my favorite example sleeveless turtlenecks what are you thinking oh it's kind of warm but it might, it might it's kind of cold but it might warm up and so we so i did that yes bit. very funny 
Well, that day we went to Goodwill. Yeah. And bought a turtleneck and cut the sleeves out of it. Oh, my gosh. And I introduced Tim, and he walks on stage in a <laughs> turtleneck. And just with this glare on my, my face. <laughs> just like, whatever. Oh, my gosh. It was probably the longest perpetual laugh I've ever heard. Oh, my. Did you perform From in it? No. Oh, no. I no. walked out, and I'm like, what? You know, what are you doing? Smiling you know, shirt. So I walked off, and he's, you know, I changed my shirt and came back out. But, oh my god! But gosh. anyway, we're um, okay. We're at a Marshalls or something, and we're looking for a belt. Bob was looking for a belt, right? So it's me and him and Ken looking at the belts, you know, and ton of belts. And there was one of them, one of those. It looks like it's a rope. It's like. Uh, yeah, leather, leather, leather but it's woven about. leather belts. And me and Bob are just just cracking up about this stupid belt. <laughs> what the dumbest looking belt I've ever What idiot would buy this belt? Ken looks at us, he raises his shirt. <laughs> He's wearing the exact same belt. Oh. We fell. I, we just fell. Oh we, my gosh! It was so great. That's amazing. And even in that moment, I'm just laughing. And, and Bob had the perfect time. He goes, you know, but it looks good on you. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like the cat of nine tails belt. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's amazing. Just, you don't still own that, do you? Please. No. no, I may. It may be in a Bless like a glass box somewhere remember what we used to do that we'd be like man i need a shirt let's go to marshall's yeah i need some black let's go to marshall's we we went to a lot of marshall's now my favorite we we did this only a few times but i remember doing it with i can't even remember what state we're in but you get done with a show it's super late and tim said gosh you know i i need to pick up some stuff i forgot toothpaste or something and walmart was open now, if you want entertainment, you go to Walmart after midnight. I mean, it is a freak oh, show. Yeah. No matter where you are. No yeah, matter. Is, yeah. You can be in a nice town. And it's... Places, everybody. Places. <laughs> All right. They're coming in. Places. <laughs> Buck tooth guy. Come on. You're over there. <laughs> Baby with a beer can in its hand. Right. Okay. Right there, sweetheart. Yes. Stay right there. Sweetheart. Pregnant one with a tube top. You, you, <laughs> right. Aisle four now. Right. Oh, but Greg, Greg the Flasher. Greg the Flasher. You're going to be over in aisle ten. <laughs> oh, oh, I ended up coming up with a bit of that because there's and always go. action. There's always a woman there with like three small kids at two in the morning. Oh yeah, and she's just yelling like, "What's your problem? Why are you so grumpy?" And I'm just living for the day that one of those kids just raises up and goes, "My parents are idiots." Right. <laughs> I, I'm in Walmart at two in the morning. Right. This I'm is no way to live. With a mullet. Why are here? I don't even know who Dale Earnhardt Jr. is. <laughs> Why am I wearing all of this stuff? <laughs> oh, gosh. oh man! But, but this one time, I just said, "I got. We got to break the monotony." I said, "Okay, you got five minutes to get three items, and whoever gets the biggest response from the cashier wins." And it was hysterical. And and I that night, I don't know why, I just felt in a weird mood. And and the whole point is, these you're working at Walmart as a cashier at two in the morning. And uh, I got a Hannah Montana T-shirt, a box of Depends, and one snow tire. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, this, uh, and we're 
when the snow tire starts rolling up, she's looking. She just starts looking like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I can't tell you, but it's gonna get weird." <laughs> it's gonna get weird. It's not weird right now. <laughs> so, oh gosh, but yeah, we would do stuff like that. My other favorite—I don't know if you remember this or not—but we were at a Waffle House at one in the morning after a show. And we're the only ones in Waffle House, us, the cook and the waitress. And this guy, do you remember this? I think it was Minnesota. The guy walks in, looks homeless, but he's got a guitar and an amp. And he walks to the back corner of Waffle House, plugs in the amp, puts out a cup that says tips on it. No. And starts playing. (laughs) We're looking around like... This is your show business plan. He woke up that morning. He's like, yeah, at some point tonight, I'm going to go to Waffle House. And I'm going to make some money. That was was the belt story. Oh, my word. That's a great story. Uh, This is for both of you. (laughs) If you could be a character in a movie, which movie and which character? (sighs) Like a remake? That's all I got. I, I don't have any like more details. I would like to be like the bad guy in something, like um, maybe in a mafia movie or something like that. <laughs> okay, like, um, like the some kind the of kingpin bad guy. Some would kind you like of to be the Don. The yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. Just the I, Godfather. Maybe, you know what? I would be like to be the bad guy in like a Mad Max movie, something like that. That would mm-hmm. be really fun. Did you like that movie? Totally. Yeah. You know, I don't even look at me. Oh, just a big gun, big gun. Who are you? The guy like a smoker has... Australian. Wow. Right. Well, you know, he's been breathing in dust, you know, because they never have windshields on their cars. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs all over their face, huh? Oh, yeah. Why well, was so ticked off right now? <laughs> I sound like a Tasmanian devil. That was awesome. devil. That's what I would be. What I've would, got I've got nothing compared to that. I'm thinking uh I don't know. I I'd love to I'd love to do some kind of uh Indiana Jones character. Just just crazy but fun and I mean some of my favorite scenes are where he's in the he's got the whip and he's just got beat up and the big guy comes up with a big sword slinging him around and you can just take off your rope belt and <laughs> beat him with your beat him with your buckle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Instead of a whip, I have a I have what about a woven you, buddy? belt. Oh man, freight yeah, train. freight. What, Golly. What's your favorite genre of movies? Um, I love comedies. Okay. Um, I even for a good romantic comedy. Oh, no. okay. so you'd be like the love interest. It'd be you and uh, Poozum, Sandra Bullock, like, uh, Sandra Bullock. Uh, Pandra Bullock. Pandra Bullock. (laughs) Me and Pandra. Yeah. In a world where Uh, Sandra Bullock would find Freight Mary anyways attractive. (laughs) In a world. You know? Uh, Like a Harry Met Sally. You know, that'd be kind of. Okay. You know, kind of a romantic comedy. I think that'd be a fun. You're kind of like the Kevin James to me, like the Kevin James character. Lovable. Yes. Gorgeous wife. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Matt, watch it. I could I could see what that. What about you, little Jesus? Uh, <laughs> He's like, you're talking about my mom. Yeah, I'm talking about my mom, dude. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to answer and cut that off. Um, kind of movie. Man, I didn't think you were going to ask me. 
Well, you um, don't... probably like probably like a Star Wars movie. I want to use a lightsaber. I want to like chop somebody up with a lightsaber. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty oh, that's dope. Cool. Wow, that's well. I don't think you chop them up. You just hit them once and they're dead. You don't. No, yeah. I would chop them up. See, that's the thing about the lightsaber. Like when um, Obi Wan died, it was just one swoop and he yep. was gone. Yep. yep. Vaporized. So you can't really chop up somebody gone. who's gone. It's my movie. Okay, this is my answer. Okay, so you can chop them up. In your... <laughs> you can put. This is my fantasy. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm in sorry. your I'm ninja force Jedi warrior mode, would you have a ninja bun or would you just leave your hair flowing down? I think I'd have one of those like quadruple buns. Oh, like yeah. Something, something epic or like side buns, like coming off the side of my head. <laughs> so you want to be Princess Leia with a lightsaber and a yeah. beard. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you say it, he looks like, um, oh, which, which. One was it was when Anakin oh, yeah. Walker, but yeah. not but he was the was it Liam Neeson? Was does. it the old no, no, was it, it the old uh, uh, Obi Wan McGregor? Yeah, Ewan McGregor. I get that all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, you you would. Yeah. Oh, he was my he was I, I think he was my favorite time. of all time uh, yeah. character. I mean that movie the movie he was in was t- horrible. <laughs> yeah, we need to post that I love picture. <laughs> oh yo, put that on there. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> when so they're showing Matt's showing a picture of when Olivia put my hair in a side bun. Last week, it was like daughter. Daughter. Princess, yeah. Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah, cousin yeah. Olivia. Um, okay, next okay. question yep. is from <laughs> Mac Powell. Oh. Um, he says, hi, guys. Long-time hi. listener, first-time caller. Quick, <laughs> just not calling, but quick question. Who's your favorite Christian band, Smiley Face? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell a great story about Mac? Yes, Mac- after you answer because um, the fans absolutely the uh, because Mac Powell asked it I'm going to definitely say third day okay. Tim what do you say uh, I'm going to say white heart <laughs> <laughs> pick up the hotline yeah it's got to be from the 80s <laughs> okay I want to hear your Mac Powell story okay so Mac and his family when he's in town they eat at uh, Moe's right by my office Mexican girl uh, yeah, most Mexican girl. Mm-hmm. They're always in there, and it's this huge. They put like nine tables together, and all this. So there's a buddy of mine from the office, and uh, it, they're in a software company. I just have another office, but anyway, so we're there, and he goes up to get a drink. Well, on that particular day, it was Wednesday. Back at his family's there, and Sven is his name, and he's got on a third day tour shirt. Uh-huh. Well, Mac goes up to get a refill, and <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, I really like your shirt." Well, Sven. Totally doesn't know who he is or recognize him. <laughs> oh, he just my goes, gosh. Wow, thanks. And, <laughs> no <way. laughs> and, and literally treats him like some creepy stalker. And, goes no and, uh, and uh, so we're just like, wow. So what, what did he say? And he goes, who? They go, well, the guy at the dude, he's like, I oh, said he liked my shirt. <laughs> and we're yeah. like, see, so what do you think about that? Dude? And he's just oblivious. And we're oh like, oh, my gosh. That's Mac Powell. From the band on the shirt you're wearing, and he's like, "No way!" And he just, so now he's freaking out, going, "Should I go apologize? Should I do this? Should I ask a- him who he is? <laughs> do you know who you are?" Yeah, we love Third Day, though, man. What yeah. great guys! Oh, they really cool are. Guys. Thanks for listening, Mac. Yeah, Mac. <laughs> that was a great question. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for both of you: Why do horses sleep standing up? Do you um, know the answer to that? No, I don't. <laughs> is that a joke? Is that a setup? I don't know. That's okay, what is. I don't know. That should be. A I've bit. seen them. They lay I've down. I've seen them lay They'll down. Do I think they lay down. Don't they? They can. I think it's a setup for up. a cheesy joke. 
next, who's the best cook on the bus? Oh, that's a um, good question. Matt cooks up a great latte. Matt is definitely the the coffee, yeah, the coffee chef, the barista, I guess you would call him, of the bus. Um, I'm going to say me. Really? I bet I am. Can you vote for yourself? I, yeah, I guess you can. Oh, no, I'd vote for Tim. Hey, I, what I, like, Traeger, Traeger, I, like, I like cooking. With a Traeger grill, mm-hmm. this dude can make some serious stuff. Oh, so stuff. we're talking about off the bus as well. Just on the bus, who rides on the bus, who's the best We cook? don't cook I, anything on the bus. We cook coffee. I can, I cheese can, sticks. I can whip up a good <laughs> cheese hey, stick. I made up a mean oatmeal yesterday in the microwave. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, Matt so tried to cook some meth the other day. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. All right. We thought so you were what, making what is a your latte. best dish? What, what is your favorite dish or best dish that you make? Um, that I do. We're doing this thing called blueapron.com. Okay. And they send, it's genius. And Heather and I love it. They send it to your house, a box of food. And it's unmade food, but it's everything that you need for recipes. It's like two or three recipes. Oh, cool. And it's all that you need. Like if you, it, it's just, you don't, there's no waste. And the food is delicious. Um, so like the other night I made, I did my own, I, I kind of did my own thing. We did a, a piece of, uh, um, a, a, the sea bass, okay. Chilean sea bass. Wow. And I just put some oil and salt and pepper, a little spice. And, and they I tell you what to put on it. Well, yeah, they do. But then you kind of learn how to, how things put together. So I did my own ah. little thing with like some, uh, with some, with some carrots and some, um, and some spinach and some other things and spices and all that kind of stuff. And put the fish on top of the stuff. That's really something I love. I really love doing that. I do love. They, do they give you the measured ingredients? They do everything. It's like, it, you So know, like all the seasoning and everything? It's just right there. There, there it is. That's all huh. you need. I and there's no waste. And it's delicious. It's blueapron.com. We don't, they don't sponsor us. You just throw it out there. Yeah. But huh. I, yeah, we enjoy it. That sounds it. great. Yeah. Now I, I like to cook. You win because that's way more complex, but. Uh, Kennedy, my 12 year old, she loves to cook, Really, loves to watch cooking shows. And so mm-hmm. we've just gotten this thing where we'll cook breakfast for dinner and we'll make pancakes and we'll do mm-hmm. eggs and just getting to cook with her is just that that's heaven mm-hmm. for me. And I love breakfast, any meal of the day. So it's a bonus. So it's I'm like not a great free. cook. I'm with you on that. I'm not a great cook, but I love pancakes. My grandfather left me a <laughs> pancake recipe that's just very near and dear to my heart. And it's really cool. And they're great. And yeah. so I piddle with it. But you you get the best cook award unless Caleb has got some great sea bass recipe he wants to trump with. I make really good beans and rice. All right. Some Greek seasoning in there. Sprinkle it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I get a can of beans, just pour it in a pour it in a pot. <laughs> Secret recipe. Don't ask me because I'm not gonna tell you, but it's excellent. All right, next question. Ancient Chinese a secret. Oh, the big secret uh, for make American a bean bar. Rice. A rice for American bar. Okay. Ken, this is for you. Uh, if you could oh. perform with any comic, parentheses besides Tim, who would it be? Because we know your answer would be Tim if he didn't say besides Tim, so Oh, well, I mean, and I've said it no. completely off the record. People ask me all the time, you know, who's the best comic? You're a comedian. Who's the best comic working? And I'm like, if if you see everybody out there, the best comic working live is Tim, period. Um, and I've seen a bunch. As far as if I could work with any other comic, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, live on stage would probably, I'd love to work with Brian Regan. Um, before the scandal, I would have said Bill Cosby. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. What scandal? <laughs> Tell me. We more. don't um, read the news. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, no. 
I, I, and, and I hate it that I don't know if Bonnie Hunt. Do you know? Do yeah, you, sure. Oh uh-huh. my gosh, she is brilliant. Yeah. Um, actually wrote and directed one of my favorite, and it's a it's a romantic <laughs> comedy called Return to Me. Oh, Freight. Yeah, sure. Freight. You should write oh, that one. Oh my goodness, she's brilliant. I would, I would, I would put that at the top. Other than Tim, I would put that. Thank at the you. Top. I really would. You're sweet. You know. Cool. But no, honestly, that group hug. That would be it. Who Who would you like to work with? That's that's a great question. I, I mean, we're just share the stage with. Yeah. I mean, Boy. you've already worked with some great folks. You know, it's I, there's so many good ones. Uh, Gary Goldman is one of my mm. favorite right now. I'm a David Spade fan. I love David Spade. He cracks me up. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's out there. Um, let's see here. If you were starting your comedy career over, what would you do differently? That, that's a if great anything. question. <clears throat> that well, wasn't in there. I just added that. I've learned so much. I, I tell mm-hmm. guys all the time coming up, I've made more mistakes than they could ever make. So mm-hmm. talk through it. I, I think I would have tried to worry less and just go. I, I think I overthought things too much. Like uh, Not so much material, but trying to figure <clears throat> out what do I need to be. I think I would have just been. This is who I am. And it wasn't until uh, probably six, seven years ago. And I remember Tim even talking about finding your comedic voice. And I thought, wow, I've tried so hard to be what I thought I needed to be instead of just being me. And I would have done that a lot earlier out of the gate. And, And now I'm just at that very free place where it's like, this is what I am. This is the way... I perform. It's different. I'm not Tim Hawkins. I'm not Jerry Seinfeld. I'm not. I'm just Ken. And yeah. and I've the, the last project I did, I spent literally a year weeding out everything that wasn't just felt like totally me. And I just did me. And it was so stinking fun. And it's my favorite. So what what would you yeah. do differently? Because you you had a you had a meteoric me? rise. Yeah. But I know yeah. you had those times where Heather was like, "Either do it or quit." Yeah, but, but uh, man, get differently, on with it. I don't. I don't think. I don't know if I would have done much different because I, I think that shit part of, like you said, you fail. That's so crucial. Yeah, and you have those are the lessons that make you what you are. So I guess I would say, because because it makes you good when you're bad and you keep doing it, it makes you good. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you, you have to be you bad. You're never until you're, bad. Yeah, I've got I've got a friend in St. Charles who started with me. He went to every show at the comedy club and he filmed everything. So there's a box somewhere in near, <laughs> blackmail in our neighborhood in our town that full of VHS. I know we do need to find it. We need to buy like a VHS my first player act. Like when I first did open mics, I didn't know what to do. You don't know what to do. So no. I had this clown mask, <laughs> and I'd wear this clown mask up on stage. And I did a thing where my bit was I, I wear this mask because my dad was killed by a clown and this is how I deal with it. <laughs> it's pretty dark. <laughs> it's yeah. And and I would do this stuff do this, and I'd take the clown mask off for a while and then I'd tell a few things and I'd say something about my dad and I would like free, like uh you know put and I'd put on. the mask back on. <laughs> so and it was funny because then nobody really knew who I was, and then I go, you know, to the ne- other club in town. And the head guy's like, that's the clown. Hey, clown guy. Oh, I was clown guy. Oh, no. For so starting off. So that. maybe if too different, I would have 
kept the clown mask a little longer. <laughs> it's funny. It was, it was a funny looking uh, mask. Though. Should bring that back. But I would say, just to top that off, I would just say that to coming back to it, I guess if I could go back 27 years and say, hey, this is a lesson you need to learn, it'd be what Tim alluded to earlier. Is it, it's not about getting laughs. Because that is such a piece of like, oh, I hope they like me and I hope my stuff is good. And uh, it, it's about giving it. And and if you can get that mindset of they're not here for me, I'm there, I'm here for them. And just have that, lose that that pride piece and, and get into that. That would be the piece I'd tell myself back then. Just go, hey, it's or, not about you. Or it's about buy them. laughs. Just buy them. <laughs> just buy when you get rich enough, just, just people, I will pay soundtrack. you ten bucks a piece if you would just laugh. A bunch of actors from LA. Yeah. Well, that's so interesting to me because it's so countercultural for the comedic world. Because, I mean, that's what they tell you: is laughs is why you're out there. If you don't get laughs, then you shouldn't be out there. And well, like Ken said, Ken said it's. I mean, he taught me this. He said the first five minutes, I don't care about laughter. I care about connecting. And once you connect with an audience, you're you're home free. When they like you, it's just like it's a party from then on. They want you to succeed. Yeah, and they realize he's not going to come after me, and he's not trying to embarrass me, mm-hmm. which is a big thing. Oh yeah, uh, with that, and really to full circle, what you were saying about when it is about getting laughs, it's never enough. Yeah, it can You're never, never be happy. enough. Um, f- I think it's Freddie Prince back in the seventies or eighties, top of the com- comedic world, yeah. kills himself. And, and he confided in a friend, I think, a week or two before. He says, I can't hear him laughing anymore. It, it's mm. not enough. Wow. And it's yeah. like, wow. And this guy was at the pinnacle. So mm-hmm. there is something to that. Uh, and I think some comics are addicted to that. That's in a bad, in a bad way like that. Yeah. It's almost like a drug. You get more and more, but it takes more to fulfill that need. You got to get rid of that need. You can't, you, you just, that can't be your happiness. Right. You have to go on stage like, this is as good as I got. I hope you like it. I I hope yeah. you do. I think you might. You probably will. I don't know. Yeah. You might but, not. But like you said, it's like getting on the bus together. Let's get together. Mm-hmm. You lose your fear of me coming after you. I'm going to lose my fear of whatever that is. We're just going to connect and we're just going to have fun. Yeah. And that's the greatest compliment when you have people come up afterwards going, have you been in my house? Have you followed me around? And they just, they long to connect and we just give them a reason to. Like, yes, we have been in your house and we do follow you around. <laughs> <laughs> that's not creepy yeah we yeah uh who are some new comedians that you like this will be the last one oh wow um i i do like john chris he's he's working great um i'm trying to think of taylor's great taylor tomlinson's great five years past new five years okay Uh, I, I just took Johnny W out on the road with me. I think he's got a lot of a lot of potential. Um, got some great material. Yeah, CJ's doing good. CJ Harlow, he's doing yeah. good. I hear him a lot on on Sirius and Sweet. XM Radio. He's doing good. Yeah, you're probably gonna know more new people than I am. Or Brandon, oh, yeah. John Brandon will know everybody out there. He knows guys that aren't haven't even started yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's he does. I, I'll hear some guys at CCA at the Christian Comedy Association. We we've done a new comic uh, competition, and uh, so hearing some of those guys, you realize not everybody that thinks they're funny is. But then you'll hear somebody just out of nowhere. Um, Andy mm-hmm. Beningo last year, he actually won the competition, and it was like, okay, this guy's got some 
great concepts. <laughs> and for everyone who doesn't know what CCA is, uh, Christian Comedy Association is just oh, a bunch of comics which that is like a conference get together once a year, every year yeah. right? First yeah. year, first week in June. What's the one guy? And I, the, he had the joke that everybody wished they had written. It might have been last year. I wasn't even there. I just heard about it. This guy was talking about Jesus' birth, about the you know nativity scene, <laughs> but they have all these animals and stuff going on. This noise and stuff. He's talking about little drummer boy, and drummer boy's pounding all this stuff. He, and Joseph's like, "People, please, Jesus Christ <laughs> is trying to sleep." <laughs> Uh, everybody holds their breath when he says that. Whoa. Oh, it's like everybody. That's the joke. You can't. You can't. That's you great. Can't, you can't top that's that. Great. So, uh, I like Sebastian Maniscalco. He's good. Yeah, Sebastian. He's just so. He's very animated. Yeah, just, he just uh, angry does, Italian. He's Italian guy, and he yeah. just does like this. People come to the door and not anymore. They used to come, ring the doorbell. Everybody's, yeah, bring them inside. <laughs> we got company. <laughs> we got company. Give them something to eat. Now when they ring the doorbell, it's like, shut up. <laughs> Don't answer it. <laughs> Get down. Have you heard him? No. Oh, my gosh. Well, you should, uh, I just did. He just should. Oh, tonight, you should He's Google good. his uh, Tonight Show performance. Oh, cool. It's really good. He's got a really good bit about Chipotle. And uh, John Chris actually showed him to me. It's oh, like cool. John Chris' favorite guy right now. So he's so funny. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I just, you know, I, I respect anybody who does it. And I've always, people ask me my favorite. I just think anybody who, who has the guts to do it on stage, I really respect. You know, it's hard to, you know, yeah. to really criticize. It's just. Uh, well, that's the thing. I don't. I, it I is don't so hard to find critical. your voice and all that stuff. It's, uh, but it's a tough game, man. I mean, we forget how hard it is when you first start, you know, doing the, you're at a club and a light's in your eyes like, Okay, I'm the one who has to generate this here. <laughs> You're watching somebody yeah. else do it. You're like, that's easy. That's exactly. Easy. I can do it. That's easy. And it if you is. feel that way, they're probably really good, right? What's that? If you oh, feel yes. like you could do it, that oh, means yes. they're great. Yeah. Yeah. That's but then again, you don't realize that's years in the making. That's just years of stage time and, and comfort. I mean, Richard Richard Belzer, I mean, he was just a guy that he just I know I'm funny. He would just, that was his, he knew he was funny. If you didn't like it, that tough. That's just, you just don't get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and boy, that's just, yeah. I mean, part of that is, you know, this is the best, this is the best I have. I think it's funny. That's why I'm here. I mean, that's really, that's we it. think we're funny. That's why we do it, I guess. No, but, but I, you shared something several years ago that really stuck with me as well. And, and, I don't know what the percentage was, but you, it was a very high percentage of doing material is being confident in the material. If you're not confident in the material, you're done before you deliver. Mm -hmm. You've got to have yeah. the confidence in it that this is funny. I've done enough of this to know it's funny. And uh, that confidence is huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. And there's no substitute for stage time and developing that and realizing this, yeah. this, this is good. That, yeah. But you're, you're starting yeah, any, out. Yeah, really, hard. when I was starting out, I mean, I used to think of any performance as pay. We I didn't get paid for many years. That was pay. Your experience is your pay. That's yeah. the audience is your, you know, That's they're the telling you what's good and what's not. They're doing yeah. you a big favor here. So, And you got to be careful, too. I, I, I love riding on the bus. I love hearing your new stuff. 
uh, tweaking. I love when you give uh, little bits of advice, change this mm-hmm. worse or whatever. That's just the best because it is about tweaking and it is about wordsmithing and, and just there's, yeah. there's such a value in that. Yeah. Because you're right. People will give you feedback on it, but you can't listen to everybody. Um, the audience is yeah. one. My, my wife for, is a great example. She doesn't understand comedic writing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when we first got married, I'd run a bit by her and she goes, Oh, that's terrible. I wouldn't do that at all. That's, <laughs> that's not funny. And I'd, I'd be desperate a, a couple weeks later and try it. And it was the funniest thing in the set. And I'm like, right. okay, note to self. Yeah. Heather doesn't understand comedic yeah, writing. Yeah. I think with, with like my Heather too, my wife, it's like, <clears throat> and, and family, I don't do bits. I'll, I'll come up to them, even with Caleb or, or Chris, I'll say, here's an idea. Is it legit? Right. Here's the idea. And then they'll say yes or no, instead mm-hmm. of just trying to work it into conversation or what, because they right. kind of know what's, uh, what is that? What are you doing? <laughs> are you doing a bit right what, now? Are you doing, what are you, <laughs> are you on? Why right do you have now? an engineer hat on? Why? <laughs> 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 so yeah like tonight i think that's people ask me what christian comedy is it's more to me off the stage like when we help one another that's to me what christian comedy that's is a great point you know where we're like hey you know it, it really does mean a lot and like you said i mean the the feedback is very huge and we'll say something like would you do that in your show you're like no you need to yeah yeah you need to do that yeah um i was like so, that um the uh, was it a rhino, a hippo? The hippo bit yeah. came out of a conversation we had at Sweetwater, Sweetwater. and yeah. you did eating it like lunch. the next night. I know, we were eating yeah. lunch. We were eating lunch. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was well, funny. and then yeah, we were just kind of riffing on that. Jason, the bus Jason. driver, came up with uh, <laughs> with that. Chris has come up with lines. He had a line, uh, a, a punch that killed for me that I used, and it, the the the. Uh, polar bears, the Coca-Cola commercial <laughs> with the polar bears. You. <laughs> yeah. People, they're not nice. Polar bears will kill, they will, you know, kill you. And, you know, they're all portraying like all having fun, spinning around, drinking, drinking Coke. It's like, no, they will maul you and then they will eat you and then wash it down with a Coke. That's what he came up with. They wash it down with a Coke and it's just, that's brilliant. So, yeah, yeah, that's, it's invaluable. The, the, the feedback that you get from people really. And a lot of the good feedback I get are from non-comedians. Yeah. They're funny people. They get it. I mean, Chris gets it. He just, he knows what works and what doesn't. My brother Todd's the same way. It's just like, that's. Well, I do the same thing. I've got a couple friends. They're not mm. comics, but they're hysterical. And we go to lunch and <laughs> the motive is not, hey, let's go write some material. The motive is just, man, I love hanging out with these guys. And they'll usually either give a premise or something totally uh, unaware that they're doing it. I'm yeah. like, that. Okay, I gotta go write some. Uh-huh. You got a notepad and a pencil under the table. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Pretty much. Down. Yeah. I'll get in my car right afterwards yeah. and I'll just make notes yeah. and then go back and write some later. But it it absolutely it's great to have friends like that. Yeah. And I used to do this more now before we had, you know, smartphones and stuff and laptops. We would just use receipts. I just in <laughs> my top drawer at home I'd have receipts and napkins and you know, Costco, you know, flyers. Absolutely. And Heather went to throw it away one time. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's money right there, sweetie. You're throwing away gold. <laughs> That's next month's bills. That's how we're paying the, you know, the rent. Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night with a great idea? And I, I do this a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I got to write this down. And you write it down. And you wake up the next morning and you're like, 
What the crud was that? <laughs> if you can read it. <laughs> it's going to change my career. What's it say? Monkey hairbrush. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Monkey hairbrush. <laughs> that was going to be my tip. <laughs> Folks, you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the monkey hairbrush guy. <laughs> Honey, it's the monkey hairbrush guy. And he's wearing a clown mask. And stuff. Oh, wearing man. a rope belt and an engineer cap. That's the show. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, oh we got to finish there. Yeah, we can't top we that. We can't stop that. <laughs> oh, so we got a new gosh. feature some guy told us about. We say it's porta potty. It's part of our new, sh- new the oh, new yeah. shore feature. Somebody, it's called Porta Potty. Basically, we're talk about what we talked about today in like two minutes. In two minutes, what did we talk about? <laughs> we talked about Chris eating cheese sticks. <laughs> yeah, we that talked about Chris singing at his own wedding <laughs> and his his name pet name for his wife. Where that came from? We talked about your hair, how you look Norwegian. Chris shared. Ken shared some stories about rope belts and <laughs> the rope belt. <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Sandra Bullock and crushes, uh, yeah. And Atlanta Braves. We need to take the minutes like they do at a business meeting. The minutes, <laughs> yes. We need a scribe. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, with a big quill pen <laughs> on papyrus, stone tablet, stone tablet. <laughs> tink, yeah. tink, 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 tink. Wait a minute, what, what was that? Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's uh, wrap it though. Uh, monkey hairbrush. Monkey hairbrush. We'll call hair that this anyway, uh, great having Ken Kington on the road. Two shows tomorrow night. Yay. Uh, I'm glad this one worked. People were dying to hear part I two. Know. It was oh, a good wow. show. It was. Awesome. I would say good. this is better than part two, though. So don't fret, fans. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that better. next time we're together. We'll talk about. Some, I think we talked about some of uh, like uh, the marriage stuff. Right? Oh, yeah, we we'll do that in July like when that. we go back out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, freight train, Matt, Mighty Matt, Cheese, Queso Rogers, <laughs> Ken, Caleb. This is Tim. Uh, we out of here. Potty break. Peace. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> I need my apple. <laughs> you have an apple bite. We're missing that. That'll be our send-off noise. <laughs> Me biting an apple. Okay, go. Do it. <laughs> <laughs>